Recorded at the Running Age Studio, you're listening to Venture Tabernacle. It's like venture capital, except that the investment is made in your soul. This is where America hangs out to talk about anything and everything from a biblical perspective. I'm your host, Ty Hervey. Join me as we learn to view the world through the objective lens of the Bible. All righty, welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Sermon on Venture Tabernacle. Last week, if you missed that episode, we talked about the parable of the mustard seed and how the kingdom of heaven has grown exponentially and will continue to do so. Today, we're looking at an interesting story that you may have heard before that demonstrates both the power of Jesus as the Son of God and His humanity all in one story. And we also see the importance of faith in our life. Let's get started. Our text for the day is Mark chapter 4, verse 35 through 41. It says, On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. And other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? And so we pick up the story just after Jesus got done telling the parables of the soil and the growing seed and the mustard seed. He's had a long day, and so Jesus tells his disciples that they were going to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. And the next thing that happens in the story is that a storm begins. Now, for you to understand the situation that they were in, I want to help you visualize how big the storms of the Sea of Galilee were. According to reports, the waves in a storm on this sea were usually between 5 and 10 feet in their worst recorded storms. Now, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I practically grew up on a boat. From the time that I was a little kid, my dad would take me to the Red River, the Sulphur River, to the lake, and we would go hunting and fishing, and I have spent literally thousands of hours in a boat in all kinds of weather. Now, granted, this is all in freshwater, no ocean experience, but the worst waves that I've ever seen were right at about three feet tall. And now, that's not that bad, but I definitely didn't have a fun experience, and if we weren't careful on that day, we could have sank the boat. Now, five feet, the minimum that we're looking at, is a pretty high, and that's the low end of what these storm waves were in the Sea of Galilee. So this by itself sounds like a recipe for disaster. Now, I'm an experienced boater, and I would not want to touch five-foot waves unless I had a pretty big boat. But 10 feet, that is just madness to be in. Deadly, even, if you don't have the right boat and experience. And we saw in the story, it said waves were breaking into the boat and filling the boat with water. So this is a serious storm that we're talking about here. And the question comes to my mind, and the disciples' mind apparently, too, is how on earth could Jesus be sleeping during a storm of this magnitude? 
Well, there's a few reasons. The first is that he was God, so he knew nothing bad was actually going to happen in that storm. So he can have peace that the disciples couldn't have because they didn't know the outcome of the situation. The second is that he was also human. So we see the deity of God in that he knows what's going on. We also see the humanity of Jesus in that he had just got done with a super long day of teaching parables to massive crowds and to his disciples. And he was physically, literally exhausted. Now, if Jesus were not fully human and fully God, he wouldn't have been tired like this to the point that he was sleeping in the boat on the cushion. But he was tired. And the disciples had to wake him up in a panic. These are hardened sailors who grew up on the Sea of Galilee. They had experienced these storms before, and they knew what to do. They were not some amateur fishermen. And for them to panic meant that things were seriously bad. Probably towards the 10-foot wave mark if I was a guessing man. And so when they wake Jesus up, what does he do? Well, he spoke to the wind and the sea, and they both suddenly stopped. And as big as the storm was, the calm was just as big. He did what no man could do. In fact, he broke the laws of nature and physics because all at once, everything was still. I want you to think about that. When you make waves in a pool and you stop making waves, do the waves suddenly disappear or do they slowly fade away? That's physics. An object in motion tends to stay in motion. And the way that he stopped the wind and the waves proves to the disciples that he is the Son of God. There was a storm at one moment, and there was calm in the next. No in-between. The creator of all things, Jesus, is the only one who could command creation and have it listen to him in this way. And then in verse 40 and 41, he says this. He said to them, why are you still afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? The disciples were afraid because they lacked faith in Jesus as the son of God. And in their defense, you and I probably would have reacted in the same exact way way if we were put in that moment. And when Jesus asked them, have you still no faith? It scared the snot out of the disciples because they realized that the man in the boat with them was no ordinary man. And this is a natural reaction. When you come face to face with a holy God, it is scary because you, if you're self-aware, will recognize that you are a sinner in the presence of a perfect God. And in all this, we see that faith in Jesus is the key to being right with God. This isn't the only time that a storm will bring about a test of faith. We're actually going to see in just a few chapters the story of Peter walking on water to meet Jesus. And faith is a key element in both of these stories. Now, I'm not saying that if you put your faith in Jesus, everything will be perfect and that he'll calm your storms. That's not what this text teaches. But what I am saying is that when you put your faith in Jesus, his plan will work out. And his plan is always better than our plan, even when it doesn't seem like it, even when we can't see what he is doing. And so we saw in this story that Jesus is the Son of God, 
who has the power over even the wind and the waves in a storm. And if he can do that, how much more do you think that he can do in your life? That marks the end of this episode of the Venture Tabernacle Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you.